0: If you're listening to this in real time, then we are in the midst of a 31-day TikTok challenge in my Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash audience and authority. And we would love it if you'd come join us too. It is totally free. This is not because I am a TikTok master. I do not claim that, but I do say that the reason I have been so successful on social media is because I play, I experiment, I look at the analytics and see what works and then I rinse and repeat. And I've done that for my clients. I've done that for myself. I want to help you do that too for yourself. So come join us on this 30 31 day TikTok challenge in the Facebook group. Every day I'm making at least one TikTok, probably several. And then I'm sharing what's working, what's not, what new features did I learn? What am I learning from the platform in real time? And I'm going to be sharing that in the group. I'm thinking about also putting a podcast version of that as well. So you can look and listen out for that. But I would love for you to come and join us so you can get that accountability, community, and support as you continue to grow your own social media community. Can't wait to see you there. Hello and welcome to the Social Media Magic Podcast, the perfect podcast for TPT sellers, teacherpreneurs, and teacher business owners who consider themselves to be introverts. Each episode shares all kinds of ideas, tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make more sales and grow your community on social media. Without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Social Media Magic Podcast. My name is Brittany and I am the host of this show and I'm so glad that you're here. Today I'm sharing my biggest marketing predictions for 2023. This is something I've always kind of done internally but it's nothing I've ever put out into the world to see whether or not it's accurate. It's kind of like a way for me to journal out loud but I thought that you might be interested in some of these too because a couple of years ago I've made some predictions and I'm seeing them come true and so I'm thinking you know what I'm going to share this and if there's something that I say that's correct, then you'll be ahead of the curve. If I say something it's wrong, then that's okay. I'm just learning and growing. And so are you guys based on the trends I've seen in 2022, and just things that are happening in our world. And also looking at the platforms, because I pay a lot of attention to what's working, what's not working, what are people responding to what are creators doing? And most importantly, what's working, what's actually getting us results, because I'll tell you in 2022, that was a year of unlearning for me, I unfollowed a lot of business coaches, I unfollowed a lot of TPT coaches, and not because of any shade or hate to It was just because I needed to figure out what was I truly passionate about? What did I want to share with other teacher sellers in this space? What value did I have to offer? This year was a lot of that, a lot of testing, a lot of experimentation, a lot of observing, a lot of social listening. And I feel pretty good about these predictions. You'll also see me leaning into these. You'll see me doing these exact things that I'm suggesting. And I am not saying that you have to do these things. You are always empowered as a business owner to make your own decisions and figure out what's best for you. But without further ado, let's get to these predictions. My first one is YouTube is a platform to watch. Now I know that YouTube isn't technically social media, but with the advent of shorts, or I should say invention of shorts, it's definitely starting to trend that way. And truly, if we go back to the roots of what social media is, I mean, social media is a relatively new phenomenon. It's only about maybe 10 to 15 years old at most. Most of those old platforms like MySpace and Friendster are no even longer, even no longer around. But YouTube was one of the first ones. It was meant originally as a platform where you could upload your own videos, home videos. It wasn't meant to be anything of quality, really. You would comment on those videos and share about, oh my gosh, I can't believe you went and did this with so-and-so. It was truly a social media platform. But as the law of entropy says, the longer things go on, the more complicated they get. And so was the story with YouTube. As time went on, things got more sophisticated. People had better equipment. People started storyboarding and creating these amazing videos. I mean, you could just look at Yes Theory and Mr. Beast just to see the quality of video that's really increased in the whole space. By the way, I don't want that to intimidate you. You don't have to have like a full-scale production company in order to make amazing YouTube videos that serve you, your audience, and your business but it is something that I've noticed. YouTube really started as a social media platform. It got sophisticated and complicated, and it's kind of going back to its roots with shorts. Yes, short form video like TikToks and Instagram Reels can be really complicated and fancy, but at the root of it, there's short bites really to give people <laughs> little shots of endorphin, I mean, if we're being honest, and to keep them on the platform. YouTube has seen the power of this and other platforms, and they've decided to use it themselves. I was really hesitant to use shorts at first because I do have a youtube channel and i have longer form videos on there and i didn't want for shorts to take away from long form videos and from talking to and listening to a lot of youtubers i heard them all share the same concerns and i figured if there are youtubers who are obviously more well-versed than me they've been doing this for longer they're making more money at youtube than me i feel like i want to listen to them and i trust their opinions Same thing going to FinCon this year. FinCon is a meetup for personal finance creators and a couple of other in-person events. It just became really clear to me that I wanted to hold off on shorts until I knew a little more about how YouTube was looking to integrate them with their whole strategy. I've also been watching YouTube because they now have kind of a separate area and platform for podcasters. So I knew that YouTube was going to be something special in 2023, but that 2022 wasn't the year for me to jump in. But now I'll just tell you, if you have had YouTube on your radar as a place to create content, as a place to maybe even be your show up and get discovered platform, now is the time. Because YouTube is now setting it up to where if someone finds one of your shorts, they're not just gonna get recommended other short videos, they're now gonna get recommended your long form videos. So now your shorts can be the way to get discovered in front of new people, and they can actually not only opt in and subscribe to your channel, which is great, but actually watch your other videos. That increases your watch time, and we all know if you are on YouTube that whether or not you can get sponsorships and ads really depends on your watch time. How long do people spend watching your videos and your subscribers? How many people have opted in to seeing more of your content on YouTube? And I'm really seeing shorts now integrating into that whole strategy for that. So if you've looked at YouTube or if you have a YouTube channel and you've been kind of on the fence, I would say now is the time if you already know that's part of your platform or that you want it to be please don't take this as me saying that you have to do every platform but I do think we are past the time of only showing up in one place which I think has always been honestly pretty bad advice I think it's it's good if you are just starting out to maybe get one platform down but really in the world that we're in I think omnipresence is more important now than ever so I'm gonna get on to that next Let's talk about that. Let's talk about omnipresence. So my whole little tagline and thing for this business and this brand is that you can be online without being there all the time. And I do believe that. I believe that there are systems that you can set up and put into place, and there are skills you can acquire and that there are people you can hire to be able to increase your omnipresence. But I do think it's going to be more important now than ever just because of the way our world is. If we want to be discovered, actually, let's just go back a second to like, what is the overall content marketing strategy? So really, if we just wanna keep it simple, you only need three things, right? You need a way to get discovered, you need a way to serve the people who already like you and know about you, and you need a way to sell your offers. That's it. If you really break it down, that's all you need. So you can kind of think about, if you wanna think of a marketing funnel, which platforms fall into which place? So if we're looking at YouTube, YouTube kind of has that whole funnel in there right now because they have the shorts, which is where you would get discovered, And they can opt in and become a lead by subscribing or by clicking on a link in your video maybe opting into your email list and then maybe you nurture them on youtube live and in email and then maybe you sell in those places as well so you can do more than one thing in one place like you can use your email list as a place to nurture your audience and to sell to them but you do need to have a place to do all three of those things right to get discovered to nurture your audience and then to sell to your audience and I don't even like this saying sell to because obviously we're not just here to just make money. Like I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you really care about what you're creating and what you're putting out there, but just in lamest terms, that's what it is. So yes, I think that omnipresence is going to be a big theme in 2023, just because of how our world is. I mean, if you think about it, we are more distractible than ever. We have so many apps on our phone. We have so many notifications. We have we're being pulled in a million different directions. And I do think that there's an opposite and equal force pushing against that. Like a lot of people are getting burnt out on social media. People are sick of being online all the time after almost three years of pandemic. But I also know just with human nature and being what it is and observing people that even if people are saying they want something or that they want to do something, actually pulling the trigger and doing it is something completely different. So I figure if people are gonna be on social media, whether they truly want to be or not, we might as well serve them, show up, and show out and help them out while they're there. Okay, other predictions. So YouTube omnipresence podcasting, I kind of already mentioned this because YouTube has a separate section for podcasting. Now, Spotify has done the same thing. Spotify used to be a music listening app. But over the past couple of years, like with the uh, partnership of anchor, which is a podcast hosting platform, and with the app actually creating a separate space in place for podcasts, it has become a much more elevated platform. And I think it has been I mean, when you look at how many people are listening to podcasts, I think there's only some something like 196,000 podcasts are active, which sounds like a lot, but when you compare that to the millions and millions of blogs and YouTube channels, podcasting is just such an area of growth. And then if you get even more niche and granular to like the education teacher space, there are even fewer podcasts. And then from there, even fewer podcasts that are actively and consistently posting new content. So if you've had a podcast in your sites, then I think that now is the best time than ever. You know what they say, it's like the best time was 20 years ago, the second best time is today, right? So if you haven't started it yet and you've been putting it off and you're thinking, you know what, I don't think video is for me, at least not right now, but I can definitely do a podcast or you just like speaking, you like communicating via voice notes, then podcasting might be something to consider in 2023 and beyond i do think now more than ever it's easier a lot of these platforms are competing for our space and our dollars and our attention so they're adding new features all the time like anchor just recently made it so that you can basically record in the platform i am a big fan of recording offline just so you don't have to worry about like internet and streaming so i use audacity and i have a pc and then i edit it myself or i'll outsource it depending on the week or the month and then i upload it to anchor which is my hosting platform as of right now we'll see what happens in the future I do think it's easier than ever. I mean, you can take a course. Sarah Whitaker from Podcasting for Educators has an amazing podcast, which is Podcasting for Educators. Her course is great. She is just a good resource of knowledge. She'd be a good follow on Instagram too. You'll learn from her there but I do think that it's something to consider. Yeah. And and honestly, in general, that's something I also wrote down is that we're kind of going back to basics when it came to marketing. Like we've gotten so convoluted and complicated that it really is the basics when it comes down to it. Do you have long form content? Do you have a YouTube channel, a podcast or a blog? Do you have an email list? And do you have a way to reach out on social media? And by the way, social media does not mean that you have to post every day all the time. I mentioned in another episode that you could have a static Instagram grid that tells people where to go. So get creative. Don't let yourself feel like you have to do something a certain way just because you see other people doing it or you're hearing people, even like me, telling you something is best. You get to decide at the end of the day what is best for you. Okay, this is another trend I've noticed and I'm super excited about it. Going live is in again and I think it's going to show up in an even bigger way in 2023. Back when I was starting in 2018, I went live every single week in my teacher travel group. It was awkward. It's sometimes still awkward, like especially if I haven't done it for a while and I go back and try to do it, it can feel weird. But it's an amazing way for your audience, your your followers, your friends, to feel like they really know you. Because if you think about it, like on Instagram or Facebook, let's, let's take Instagram for an example. People are probably going to discover you through a carousel post or through a reel, or someone might send a post of yours to someone else, or they might tag someone else on your post, that's how they discover you. They could decide to opt in and follow you or take some kind of action, click on the link, in your bio, you know, they decide that they like you or something. So that's how they get discovered. They discover you. Or maybe you're on a podcast and you drop your Instagram handle and someone goes and searches for you. So they find you and then they might consume some of your content. They read your stuff, and then maybe they go to link in your profile. So these are really quick decisions, right? People aren't actively thinking about these things, but that's what they're doing. So you have that and then they opt in to the email list and all that. So that's kind of like your Instagram funnel. And live is how you nurture them, really. I mean, they can go in your stories, maybe, but stories aren't always seen. I mean, probably your diehard fans are going to like go into your stories every day. But going live is a way for them to really feel like they get to know you after they've opted into your stuff. So I think going live is going to come back in a big way. I've already seen it really important on YouTube. On Facebook, I've noticed Facebook pushing out lives more. So just something to pay attention to. Can you integrate live video somehow into your strategy, into your Facebook group, onto your Facebook page? I am definitely leaning more towards going live every week group every week in my group again I, right now I'm kind of sick and I hope you can't hear it but I do want to try to get that just to have some kind of consistency to thank the people who have decided to opt in because I do think that's really important to like stay in communication with your best your most loyal followers your most loyal customers another prediction is that text messaging and things like telegram groups are going to blow up in a big way. They already kind of have. Honestly, this is a trend I've been seeing over 2022, but I think it's going to get even bigger in 2023. So many coaches that I was following, and honestly, that's a big thing I did. I unfollowed a lot of people this year, but uh, the coaches I were following were all asking us to join their telegram groups and asking for their phone, our phone numbers. And at first, I didn't really understand it, but now I get it. It's because people are sick of fighting algorithms. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you can probably relate for telegram. It's just in the order that you receive the messages. So it's kind of easy like you don't have to fight the algorithm, you just share content. And the cool thing about it is you know in real time whether or not people resonate because they're going to react to the comment, they're going to or react to the post depending on how you have the settings set up in your Telegram chat feed. They might uh, like it or comment on it. So it's a good way to kind of test out content topics and it's a good way to stay in connection. So like one person I really do follow, I love him. He is uh, he's in another industry, but I just really like trust what he has to say. And he does voice notes and just think of like how amazing that is. It's like a little free membership where we get a little more access to him and he's not doing like a lot of coaching or anything, but he does share more content and he does. Oh, there's my cat. Okay, so my cat just jumped up here, so she might cry. (laughs) Anyway, so this guy does like a little bit of extra content for the people who are in his Telegram chat feed. And he rewards them by sharing extra stuff. And sometimes like when he's going to launch something, he kind of uses it like an email list. Honestly, he'll share it in that Telegram feed first. And so people have like a first look or first access to other stuff he has coming out. He'll also like ask people like, which podcast episode would you rather hear next? And so he uses that as kind of a way to figure out what content he's doing. Now you could do a Facebook group instead of a Telegram stream but it's just another option to consider and it's something i think it's going to get really popular kind of related to this i'm seeing and i think we'll continue to see that communities and paid memberships masterminds courses are going to move off of facebook for a long time facebook groups have been like the de facto community hosting platform for a lot of courses because they're free but the problem with this at least lately i mean like a year ago i wouldn't have said this but now lately it's kind of sad like This originally organic platform, like that was why people liked it. People liked Facebook groups, including me, because it was free and it was a really powerful tool. But I think because of just some decisions that Facebook has made or meta, you could say, is that now people are having to like boost posts to get seen or use the everyone tag and that makes people like it less. And it's just, it's really interesting to see what happens. I mean, Facebook groups for a long time were on part of their trajectory to grow to the biggest social media platform and it has been, Facebook still is. But because of short form video being a disruptor, it'll be really interesting to see like what happens with that. But yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people are moving off of Facebook groups for their memberships. And honestly, that's okay with me. That is totally okay with me because the way that Facebook groups are used, in my opinion, they're a great lead magnet and they're a great way to nurture your audience. That's what it's really for. You can get discovered in groups, but really it is like a lead magnet if you think of it like that. And it's a really low effort lead magnet. You can go live every week. You can post every day or you can schedule your posts in advance, but you get to know your people. And it's just, it's it's kind of, I want to say low committal in a way, because you can be as involved or active or not active as you want so i still think it's great for like people who have paid for like products to have like a paid student group or a collaborative group or your own nurturing group but i do see that for paid communities people are starting to take off a bit okay and then we can't do a marketing prediction episode without mentioning tiktok i have been watching and dabbling with tiktok for honestly for about a year and i was trying to decide what do i want to do with it do i like it do i foresee a future with it And to clarify, I'm not saying I don't see a future for the platform, but more like, do I personally, Brittany, see a future with it? And I've decided, you know what? I haven't really given TikTok a proper chance yet. And so that's exactly what I'm going to do and what you can do too. So on January 1st, 2023, I am giving a TikTok 31 day challenge and giving that, I mean, I am giving TikTok 31 days and you're welcome to do this with me. It's totally free. It's not paid. I will have a little bit of accountability, but honestly, this is for you to be able to build the muscle of putting yourself out there of learning the platform. I'm going to be sharing, of course, my own videos for value for you, but also sharing behind the scenes of like what I tried that day, what's working in my own Facebook group. So if you haven't gone there yet, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash audience and authority. I also have the link in the show notes as always, or you might be in there already. But if you're in the group, then awesome. You're already in the right place. Just make sure that you turn on notifications for my Facebook groups so that you don't miss it when it comes out. And yeah, give it a chance, see if it's something you like because I think a lot of introverted teacher business owners kind of just say, nope, TikTok isn't for me, it's not my personality. I will tell you that a lot of people who are saying only extroverts can do TikTok or only outgoing people can do TikTok, a lot of them are on TikTok <laughs> even if they're introverted themselves. So that just shows you in itself that like personality has nothing to do with it. It's all about how you like to communicate And it's all about honestly being comfortable with the platform and you're not going to be comfortable at first. Like nobody is, you know, even if you're super outgoing, it is so seldom that someone just knocks it out of the park with their very first anything, right? Blog post, YouTube video, it doesn't matter what the platform is. It's going to be uncomfortable while it's new. And same thing with your products, right? When you're creating products on Teachers Pay Teachers, if you've been doing it for a while, go back to the very first thing you created. I bet you would be embarrassed of it. Not to say it wasn't good, but just that it's not the quality that you put out now. That's just how it goes. So I can't wait to see what you do in 2023. Let me know what you think of your marketing predictions. I really want to hear. You can share them in the Facebook group or you can send me a DM on Instagram over at Brittany Verlenich, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-V-E-R-L-E-N-I-C-H. I'll also link it in the show notes as always. And otherwise, I'll talk to you next time.